Hello and welcome to another episode of the Championship Amateur Podcast as we prepare for Game Week 15 of the Fantasy Championship Manager game. Um, this week I'm going to focus on an area of the team where many managers probably give the least focus. Probably the area where managers are incredibly unlikely to have made a transfer all season. And I expect in some cases they've forgotten to select their preferred option in some game weeks. Um, probably worked out from that that we're going to talk about some goalkeepers this week. Um, I'll try to make this at least semi-interesting as it could be considered a bit of a boring topic and certainly one where managers will feel like it's unlikely to make much difference to their final finishing position. Um, but for me it's one that I'm potentially looking to exploit in the coming game weeks. So I'll start by saying that I'm considering taking a hit to change my goalkeeper in the coming weeks. Um, anyone who's listened to a decent number of my pods by now will know that I don't like taking hits. Um, but I do feel like owning a differential goalkeeper is an area for me to make ground um, in the coming weeks until I use my second wild card. I have already got a pretty clear game week in mind where I'll be doing my second wild card, and I think I've got a set number of game weeks now to maybe take a punt on a goalkeeper and hope that um, they justify the points hit to by doing that. Um, however, I guess there are many decisions for managers to make now, particularly if they don't own UC Eskalainen. And in the future, after playing their second wild card, in terms of what strategy to adopt with the two goalkeepers. So for those that don't have Yaskolainen right now, I think this may be a good time to own a differential for a little while. So I'm looking mainly at the goalkeepers costing five million or more, because in that group, only Shea Given at 17% ownership and Peter Schmeichel at 7% ownership, and more than 2% owned among goalkeepers costing five million or more. Given does make a bit of sense. I don't think Newcastle are particularly good for clean sheets, but because they play long ball, he has more scope for assists than any other goalkeeper. I think he's already had one this season already. Whether that justifies the 0.5 more than Yaskolainen or Sullivan or others is debatable, but I can see the logic in owning him. Um, but for those who have been lucky enough to own UC so far, and believe it or not, it's 55% of managers that have got him right now. They've had the potential to get 77 points so far from him. He's the highest scoring goalkeeper. Um, I think the likelihood is if you've got him now, you'll hold him for the remainder of the season. But there is some difficulty in working out who's the second best goalkeeper to have with him. Um, so there's some options. Is it the rotating 4.5 goalkeepers, like many have had up until now, with the likes of Mark Poom or Neil Sullivan? Is it the budget-saving approach to pair a 4 million goalkeeper with UC? That could be double, bo- uh, double Bolton with Andy Oakes that a lot of people have done so far. Obviously, there's Reed now at Ipswich, who looks like he's playing at least for now as a four million goalkeeper, and potentially if they don't sign anyone, could remain first choice for the remainder of the season. So, I think a lot of people will be eyeing that up now as an 8.5 double up with Yuski and Reed. Um, so I was, I, I, they're the two main, I think, ways for people to look at goalkeepers moving forward. So I've got a little bit of information. So, so Yuski and Poom so far, I think that's been the most common double up. Um, so UC is picked by 55% of managers so far, Poom at 26%. And the pair looked a logical good double up to start the season because they rotated perfectly for the first 12 game weeks. And the last two game weeks, they've both been at home at the same time and away at the same time. So the rotation has stopped, but for the first 12 weeks, it was perfect. Um, and I think it's probably highly likely that in those first 12 game weeks, people would have started UC in six, Poom in six, and just played whichever goalkeeper was playing at home. But um, looking over the 14 weeks together, Poom has only outscored UC three times. 
and one of those doesn't really count either because it was in game week two when Bolton didn't have a uh, when Bolton did have a blank, so it was obvious that Poon was going to get more points that week. Um, those that have played the home goalkeeper of those two would have been especially damaged in game week eight, uh, game week eight um, because that was week derby. We were at home to Bolton. I think most people understand if he would have played the home goalkeeper, picked Poom. But we remember that Bolton won 2-0 and Poom ended up with two points, Jussie with 11, so a nine-point swing by getting that goalkeeper decision wrong. Um, however, um, so for the, for those that have been rotating Jussie and Poom so far in that logical home, way, home and away rotation, they would currently be on 65 points um, from their goalkeepers so far. So that's obviously 12 points less than if they just played Yussi every week and a non-playing goalkeeper with him. So for those that have that double up, that's not been the way to play it so far, at least. Um, they would have been better just to play Yussi every week. Looking at Sullivan and Yussi now as a 9 million rotating goalkeepers, um, the home and away rotation would have been viable for 13 of the 14 weeks so far. Game, game week three is the only time both were at home together. And I think that week most would have probably picked Jussie, understandably, at home to Everton over Sullivan at home to Leeds. So the rotation between the two is much closer as well in terms of points. So Jussie's got more points in 8 out of 14 weeks than Sullivan has in 6 of the 14 weeks. Um, interesting, it's starting to sway more towards Jussie though now because he's top scored, he's got more points than Sullivan in each of the last four game weeks now. But... Um, Another interesting thing, looking at these two goalkeepers, if you had rotated the pair sensibly all season, managers would have probably would have been on 78 points so far. And that's only one point more than if playing UC every week. So again, I would argue that's not been worth the rotation. And you've also got the sort of the frustration, so we say, of five weeks in this run of 14, uh, where you would have probably selected the wrong goalkeeper. Um, game weeks 9 and 12 would have been especially hard because there was an 8 and 7 point difference between the two goalkeepers in those weeks, with the logical bench goalkeeper of the two getting more points. So just picking UC every week saves the hassle of deciding which one to pick, saves the frustration of getting the wrong one, and all of that for one point um, upside. It's probably not been worth it so far. So I think looking at those two scenarios, I think it's now, I think it makes a lot of sense that if you have UC, you just play him every week. And I think if you're going to play a wild card at some point soon, it's a highly sensible strategy to pick UC as your main goalkeeper and just have a four million goalkeeper with him, um, and say and say save that budget with a second goalkeeper. Those concerned about UC in away games because obviously there is a, a home advantage in this game that's kind of built in that we've kind of been made aware of over time. But in the six away games that UC's had so far, in three of them he's got eleven, nine, and nine. Um, he's also very good at home. He's only scored less than five points in one home game. Um, I think it's probably a fair comparison to call him the, the championship manager equivalent of Bemi Martinez in FPL, who seems to be a goalkeeper for Aston Villa getting more clean sheets than expected and a ton of save and bonus points to go alongside that. And I think Eskalainen is pretty much doing the same thing at 4.5. I think there's even a case to be made um, after your wildcard if you are going to pick a 4 million goalkeeper with UC not to go for Reed and just to avoid that temptation of rotation. Um, there are obviously perks for having a play-in second goalkeeper, especially for those that still have got to use their bench boost. But I think, again, you're just continuing the problem of having two playing goalkeepers and potentially picking the wrong one. I don't see a reason why UC won't play every game. Um, and so I think you could just pick him and, and avoid the temptation to play a 
the second goalkeeper by picking someone with him who doesn't play. I think the double Bolton approach is very good as long as you don't want three, uh, two other Bolton players with the two Bolton goalkeepers. I know that Cooper will become incredibly popular now because of how much bonus he gets. There's always temptation to have Gardner because he's got more potential than most to get big scores for a defender with his attacking returns. A lot of people have also got Wally as one of their 4.5 midfielders because he plays a lot. So if you can stretch to two Bolton goalkeepers, I still think that's probably the best goalkeeper strategy for me. Um, so yeah, to reiterate, I think I guess now that based on current performance levels in in our game, I think Yussi is the best goalkeeper full stop at any of the price points. And I think the fact he's only 4.5 million makes it like even sweeter to own him really. So I think he is the obvious play and I think we kind of knew that already. Um, given that a lot of full season sims, Bolton do tend to finish in the top eight most of the time. I do think it's a reasonable expectation it'll continue to do fairly well across the duration of our season. And obviously we have the possibility of a double in game week 17 as well to enhance his appeal further. Although the two games away to Manchester United and Arsenal are not especially great, but he there is a good chance he'll get some, at least some save points in those fixtures. Um, so for the 45% of managers that don't own Jaskolainen, um, the question is, what, what's the best strategy now? Do you persevere with whatever two goalkeepers you do have? Do you transfer him in immediately? Um, so I haven't owned him all season yet. And my plan is to transfer in a goalkeeper in the coming weeks um, to take him on with um, until I play my wild card and then hope that the goalkeeper I choose then um, gets more than four points more than Eskalainen, should I say, in the run alone in four to justify the hit. So I listened to FPL Black Box a few weeks ago before, in obviously in FPL, um, before I played my free hit in game week 18 and Mark Southerns on there made quite a good point of saying that he was going to bring in Pope early in other goalkeepers using the basis that he was one of the few areas in his team where he felt like he could make up ground on others do own majority of which owned Martinez at that point so Pope had good fixtures in the coming weeks where Martinez didn't and Mark was hoping that Pope would get a few clean sheets save points and bonus where Martinez may struggle to get more than like three or four points um, and so I've been looking if there's a goalkeeper in our game who offers similar potential to that so People that follow me a little bit will know that I've had a disastrous few weeks. I've dropped to official rank now of 100, um, largely thanks to three weeks of Thierry Henry failures. And so I do feel like I'm a bit like Mark. I want to take a risk on this part of the pitch to try and make ground up. So I've got some options. So Middlesbrough uh, have got the best defensive record in our sim, only letting nine goals, which is obviously the fewest in the league. So there's potentially some appeal in owning Crossley there at 5.5 million. We assume that Middlesbrough will keep on keeping clean sheets and letting in minimal goals at the same rate they currently have. Um, there's obviously Alex Manninger now, um, who started four league games in a row for Arsenal. And a goalkeeper for five million playing for Arsenal is obviously enticing, especially in their home games. I think I wouldn't look at this the same way as people that brought in Holloway and have been burnt by that because I, I do think Manninger is more likely to retain his place than Holloway ever was. And another goalkeeper to potentially look at is Blackburn. So Sander Vesterveld, they've got a lot of home games coming up. Um, he's 5.5, so obviously he's a bit of a stretch for a goalkeeper in our game. But as a short-term option, there's some appeal in him. Um, it does feel like sort of all the suitable options of goalkeepers are priced at more than 5 million, so they're, they're more expensive. But as I said, I do think that anyone behind and chasing a bit that wants to sort of break away from the, the template that is forming 
could do so by um, risking on a, on a different goalkeeper, at least until they play their wild card and then um, make a decision then whether they're just going to go with UC to the end of the season then or carry on with a different strategy. Just to talk about how much of a differential he'll be uh, getting a different goalkeeper. So eight of the current top 10 have Jeskalainen as one of their goalkeepers and 21 of the current top 25. So all of, that's the first page of the overall leaderboard. 21 of those 25 have also got Jeskalainen. So, and I would imagine that the majority of those will play him most weeks now. I think some of them have got to double up with Sullivan. Um, but everyone else that I think that I saw will probably be UC only. So I think we we can hope more than expect that some of his returns will die down a bit. He can't keep getting these nine points. He's he's getting far more um, bonus than most other goalkeepers. He's got the highest average rating so far of goalkeepers. Um, but I think it's fair to say that he's he's still overachieved so far, and there may be some scope to to going elsewhere, looking elsewhere, and getting an alternative. And I say I have one in mind. I'm not going to highlight exactly which one it is, but I think there's a few options for higher priced goalkeepers that that could challenge him and I, I would argue that if you are behind and want to make up ground maybe taking a minus four to do this is justified if you're getting that goalkeeper in over a considerable run of games don't do it for two or three but if you've you can identify a longer run maybe identify when you want to play your wild card and um, and then use that as a guide to whether you think it's worth hitting in a goalkeeper but so my, my problem is I've got Matt Zedis who's been fairly poor for Watford I kind of saw him pre-season as a bit like you see in a team that largely attacked but would get a good chance of save points and bonus points. He averaged quite high average ratings on my sim, uh, on my on my ten sims I run pre-season. The difference has been that Yeskalina has just got far more clean sheets than I was expecting, and that means this hasn't. In terms of their sort of involvement in games, average rating and saves, they've probably done fairly equally as what I would have expected. It's just that Yussi has got more bonus and has got more clean sheets, so that's backfired. So I think he needs to go, especially after he got sent off for me last week. So I'm going to take the risk and take him out for a goalkeeper. I've got Sullivan with him, but um, I think the goalkeeper I'm about to bring in in the coming weeks, it probably won't be this week, but next week or the week after, and the goalkeeper I will bring in will just be uh, an every weeker, and Sullivan will be a permanent bench. I think there's one one week I've identified where I wouldn't mind playing um, Sullivan. But yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Just some thoughts on goalkeeper. I'd say it's an, it's not an area of the pitch a lot of you would have probably put a lot of thought. Um, and but it's an area of the pitch where I think there are some some things that people would like answered. I think I think it is quite common. That it will become quite common in the coming weeks. What the best two goalkeeper strategy is in terms of two four point fives or four point five with the four. And I'd say I expect Yeskalan and Reed now to be a very popular double up after the second wild card, but I'd be a bit con- uh, cautious about doing that. Um, so yeah, that's just something for you to think about this week and um, I'll catch up with you all again soon. Cheers.